It's time for Retirement Income Solutions. With the team at Security First Asset Management. If you're concerned about having the right financial plan, then this is the show for you. Your hosts are Bill Danner and Daniel Neesmith. They're ready to listen to your questions, help you plan for the unexpected, and set you up to thrive in retirement. Here in Middle Georgia, they're the team to turn to for financial guidance so you can have more peace of mind. It's time for the show. This is Retirement Income Solutions. Listen, 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 plan, plan, thrive. Well, hello and welcome to another edition of Retirement Income Solutions. I'm Mark Haywood with Bill Danner and Daniel Neesmith. This is the show for you if you have questions about how to retire with confidence and with the kind of plan that gets you to and all the way through retirement. After all, we want you to thrive in retirement. Bill and Daniel are your financial coaches in Middle Georgia at Security First Asset Management. They have offices in Macon and in Dublin. On today's show, we'll be answering your questions about finances and retirement planning. You can always submit your questions online at completetheplan.com. That's completetheplan.com. All right. Your questions are on deck. It's time for Retirement Income Solutions. Well, you are listening to Retirement Income Solutions. Hank writes into us now from Perry. Hank says, I've heard that you need to have between 15 and 20 times your annual salary and savings to be able to retire comfortably. Do you think that's accurate? Hanks, we appreciate you uh, writing into our show today, and uh, this is a question we have quite often. Now, how much should you have to retire comfortably? And I'm not so certain that 15 to 20 times is appropriate to say for everybody. It depends on things like, well, will you have a pension? That should be the first question we, we, we address. Where is the source of income coming from in retirement? If it's coming from guaranteed sources like a pension, and then we know we have Social Security, then maybe you don't have a need for a larger bucket of money. So it all goes in one bucket and you got to spit it out and say, this is my income. The income has to meet your needs, what your must-haves are and your want-to-haves. So it varies from, from person to person. That's why we believe in doing individual retirement plans that are based on the income needs of that individual and his spouse and his household. And we call that process the lifetime income blueprint. So if you have a need to talk further, give us a call and we'll help you sit down and understand where you are now, um, where the income sources are going to be in retirement, and how much money you'll have to need uh, over there in that bucket to, to generate that income. Yeah, and when you're going to retire is a big part of that, too. Uh, are you wanting to retire in your 50s or 60s, 70s? You know, a lot of that depends on how much you need to have saved in, in your asset pool as well. So if we decide to retire at 75, we need less, not more? Well, unless you just want to be real extravagant the last Well, uh, you might few want to. If you're 75, you want to go out and really spend it, huh? Yeah, you know. You, you may need more. Nothing wrong with that. Just plan ahead. Yeah, that's me. That's what I want to do. Do it. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> this is Retirement Income Solutions. Marie writes into us from Warner Robins. And Marie says, I wasn't planning to move, but my dream home just came on the market. My current home is paid off, but I'd have to take out a mortgage if I bought this one. I'm retiring in five years, so is it a bad idea for me to have 
a mortgage. Maria, thanks for the question. You know, this is something that comes up sometimes. You know, when people are getting into retirement, uh, sometimes they want to change homes. and Sometimes that doesn't always mean the homes cost less than the one they're in. So if you just paid off your old home and you don't have a mortgage on it, naturally it would make sense to me to take that equity and to put as much of it as you can towards the new home. And if you still have to have a mortgage, most people in retirement feel better about retiring without a mortgage on a clean slate. But if you have, if you're going to have great income streams, pensions, social security, and have plenty of assets, you may feel comfortable with a small mortgage. It really just depends on where you're at with uh, your thoughts on that. I, I think it, for most people, it'd be best to pay it off before you retire, just for the sake of having you know, peace of mind when you get into retirement without having to have that debt. Yeah, most of the time, we find that most folks would like not to have a mortgage in retirement. But again, like Daniel said, if you've got uh, a good pension source of income coming in and and that along with Social Security, if you qualify for it, if that meets your needs and you can afford to service the debt and, and not uh, reduce your lifestyle, then we certainly think that might not be a bad idea for you, Marie. So let's uh, just think through it. And uh, if you want to come down and have a chat with us, we'll help you understand how it works. We get questions like this all the time on Retirement Income Solutions and in our office almost every single day. Sometimes it's hard to know what to do without a helping hand and some outside guidance. That's why we're here as your financial coaches. So let's do this. Give us a call right now and we'll set aside time on the calendar to meet with you for a free consultation for your financial situation. We'll determine how prepared you are to handle retirement pitfalls like inflation, health emergencies, stock market volatility, and taxation. You've worked hard for your money, so we'll work just as hard to help you protect and grow it. Let's put together a fact-based approach to answer your financial challenges and achieve your objectives. Give us a call and we'll work together to get you on track to financial security and independence. Retirement planning doesn't have to be complicated. Clear up the confusion by calling our team right now. Just dial 800-987-1443. That's 800-987-1443. You'll get that complimentary financial review that will make sure you can hit a home run in retirement. 800-987-1443. That's 800-987-1443. Call now and let us know that you'd like to take advantage of the complimentary review. Call 800-987-1443. Again, 800-987-1443. What should be the number one concern if you're approaching retirement? Income planning. It means making sure that your money can support you and your family for the rest of your lives. Sitting down with a retirement planning specialist can make all the difference. Here in Middle Georgia, meet with the Security First Asset Management Team by calling 800-987-1443. That's 800-987-1443. Time for a Middle Georgia fun fact. This might seem intuitive, but did you know it's illegal to drive a car through a playground in Dublin? Don't make a financial wreck out of your retirement plan. Keep listening to Retirement Income Solutions. Stephen writes into us now. Stephen is in Macon, and Stephen says, I'll try to keep the details brief, 
warning guys it's actually quite a long question he says i'll try to keep the details brief long story short i'm the executor of my deceased mother's will and my sister is currently living in mom's house i don't want to kick her out but i'm afraid that i'm going to need the money from the sale of the house to fund my retirement which starts in three months i have about six hundred thousand dollars saved but the house would bring another 200000 which would make a huge difference. How do I figure out if I'm okay with what I have or if it's worth kicking my sister out? Oh, that's a tough question. Family Steve. dynamics, too, there. Yeah, Stephen, uh, you know, I'm in the same boat, buddy. My mother passed away, uh, left a home there for nine children to split, and, uh, and we have a sister living there right now that, you know, obviously she can't afford to be somewhere else, and so she's... Uh, She's living in the home, and uh, I'm not banking on on that money myself, but I understand your question. Uh, That's a toughie. You you really don't know uh, exactly how to to approach that. I'm sure that's probably the reason when you wrote in to us, but uh, I think the first step would be for Stephen for you to kind of sit down and and figure out exactly where you need the income to come from in retirement. If you're planning on retiring, as you said, and you have $600,000 already sold, you don't necessarily say, excuse me, you don't necessarily have to have $600,000 the first year you retire. So maybe you can work out a plan that on your income flow that uh, will help you meet your needs now. And uh, down the road, you know, you'll have the other money from the sale of the home when your sister's been able to put things together so that she too is comfortable. So maybe working an income plan now based off the assets you have, showing that income from that sale of that home coming in in the future, will help put together a plan for you so you can see things not only as they are now, but how they will be once you have the other assets. But depending on what your income needs are now, uh, how many years you'll need to fund it, the 600000 could fund for, for quite a number of years. So it's part of the puzzle. Uh, it'd be like if you didn't have that home there and you were expecting a, a sale of another asset sometime down the road to be part of the liquidity you need to create income. I think what would be in your best interest is to kind of see how it looks like overall so you can see how what the needs are in the immediate future and plan for your income needs for the rest of your life prior to you retiring. You're listening to Retirement Income Solutions. Listen, plan, and thrive with the team from Security First Asset Management. If you have questions about the day's show as we're taking your listener questions here out of the mailbag, you can reach out to the team at 800-987-1443. That's 800-987-1443. All right, let's take another listener question here. This one comes to us from Diane, Diane's and Kathleen. And Diane says, I'm 55 and worried about the stability of Social Security think this is a question you guys probably get a lot i just don't know if it'll be around for the rest of my lifetime what do you think you're probably amongst thousands of others asking the same question almost on a daily basis uh i could be real quick with the response and say look you know uh, what government employee uh, in congress would ever not do something to keep social security in place and expect to be reelected? they've got the power of the pen up there and they can uh, print money all day long to keep it going but the fact is that something has to be done at some point in time and and over the next few years to make it more stable than it is now we typically tell folks your age is probably not a lot to be concerned with some younger folks may be concerned unless some changes are made personally i think it's going to be all right for you you're still seven years away from your minimum date to to take it and a couple of changes could be made to social security if if our government officials would actually take the time to do something about it they could make it last a whole lot longer 
But then again, it has to be sold to, you know, the population. You know, you and I who, who vote may not want to have a decrease in, in our benefits, and we may not want to have to pay more into the system, but something has to be done. I think, by and large, anybody that's at your age uh, probably will not uh, have too much of anything to worry about. Maybe possibly a reduction in benefit, but certainly not a complete elimination of, of, of the system itself. I don't think that will probably happen. Do you have a question like what we've covered today on our show? Don't be afraid to ask us about what's on your mind. There are no dumb questions when it comes to the financial game. After all, you have to learn a little in order to achieve the successful retirement that you'd like to have. If you want to ask a question about your particular situations, here's what we'll do. We're offering a complimentary financial review to you. When you come in, we'll talk about your retirement income needs, where that income is going to come from, and how you'll outpace inflation, pay as little as possible in taxes, and make sure that you don't outlive your money. We'll make it all easy to understand. Take the first step right now because for almost everybody, that's the hardest part. If you're ready to get your financial plan in place, give us a call right now. Well, do you still have a lot of questions revolving around your retirement plan? That's probably not a good thing. Get answers to those questions with our financial review. Just dial 800-987-1443. Give us a call. Again, that's 800-987-1443. We'll bring you into our office in Dublin or Macon and review your specific goals, needs, wants, and make sure you get a plan that can accomplish all those desires. But it all starts with a phone call, and that number is 800-987-1443. That's 800-987-1443. If you get the voicemail, don't worry. A lot of people try to get through each week. Just leave a quick message and we'll get back with you shortly to set up your complimentary review. Just call 800-987-1443. That's 800-987-1443. Time for a Middle Georgia fun fact. Did you know that the Allman Brothers Band... Jason Aldean and Little Richard have all called Macon home? Keep listening to Retirement Income Solutions and build a financial plan that'll make you sing. All right, our next question comes to us from Andy. Andy is in Dublin, and Andy says, How much of my portfolio is it okay to have invested in just one stock? I have about $2 million, but almost half of it is invested in one company. Wow, Andy, that's uh, a great question. And my personal thoughts on this is that having half of your money, which would be a million dollars in this case in one stock, is is way too much. The reason for that is is simply because if you have all your money in one stock, you don't have the diversification to reduce the amount of volatility or risk in your portfolio. In general, a general rule of thumb is 5% or less per stock, and that way you spread the risk around. Even if you own a really high-quality company, a blue-chip stock, Having it all in just one doesn't give you the diversification you need to protect you, to protect your portfolio. So think about this. For many, many decades, uh, GE, General Electric, was thought of you know, as a blue chip stock. But here recently in the last you know, several years, their stock prices just plummeted. And so just because you own a high-quality stock and you just own one of them doesn't mean it will always be sustained like that. So having your, your portfolio diversified, owning many different holdings, owning many different companies will help reduce that overall risk. And so it's important not only just to have it invested 
in good asset classes and good diversification, but having it in, as part of an overall plan. What will this money be used for? Will you use it for retirement? Are you going to just pass this money on? And what determines how much risk you have in your portfolio should be your time horizon. How much time do you have before you need to start spending some of the money? You want to create an overall plan that lays all this out before you can decide what to invest in. Part of what we do is something called a risk analysis. We'll do something called a stress test where we can take your individual holdings and tell you how much downside risk you have in your portfolio. How far down may it go in a recession? And that is a wake-up call for many people. Right now we're 10 years into a very large bull market. So we forget how much it hurts to lose a lot of money, to see it go down on our statements. But the key driver should be when you need to spend it. We think it's important to understand how much risk you have and have it your holdings incorporated into an overall financial plan and an income plan. You're listening to Retirement Income Solutions. Listen, plan, and thrive with the team from Security First Asset Management. I'm here with Bill Danner and Daniel Neesmith, and we're taking your listener questions. We're glad you're with us as well. This next question comes to us from Chris. Chris is in Bonaire, and Chris says, I'm 66 years old, my wife is only 47, and we have a daughter that's eight. What kind of retirement planning challenges do I need to be thinking about with our unique family situation? Well, Chris, this is interesting because recently I met with someone that had similar uh, scenario as yours. Instead of being 19 years difference in the husband and wife, it was something like 2021, as I recall. So I think the first thing that you probably need to understand, Chris, somewhat is that uh, I think you understand you have a problem or potentially a problem. You didn't say when you were actually going to retire, but let's assume you're going to retire here at, at 66. You now, uh, instead of ordinarily planning for 20 to to 25 years worth of uh, income needs or planning in retirement, you're looking at somewhere around uh, 43 years if you're looking at your wife and getting her up to age 85 to 90. So you're talking about a plan that's uh, substantially longer than the average. Uh, The average is 20 to 25. You're looking at looking uh, forward at somewhere in, in the neighborhood of 40 plus years of trying to retire, have retirement income. We also don't know, uh, Chris, whether or not your wife is working and whether she'll have a pension or not, or whether she can share from your pension if you have a pension. Some of those questions need to be addressed uh, because that's future income. You have a daughter that's eight that you got to provide for for a number of years and then her education. So you've got challenges not only of longevity, but you've got challenges to deal with providing an education possibly for a child and um, living on income for your wife long after you're gone. So it's a unique situation, but let me just assure you there are ways to understand that. We can walk you through the process of planning and we can take into account the difference between your wife's age and your age and also the needs of the daughter that you have through her growing up years and education years and on the rest of her life. So you basically need to take a look at it step by step and uncover everything that concerns you. Uh, you look ahead at some of the other risks maybe you haven't realized that can play into this as far as your care being 19 years younger. More than likely, she may have to care for you if you need extended care. And where is all those uh, funds coming from and the sources of income and, and what is that income going to be? And uh, uh, we can help you do that. We appreciate your call and it's a concern that uh, you need to address. 
Donna writes into us now. Donna is in Byron, and Donna says, I just got a prospectus for an investment that's been proposed to me. I can't imagine actually sitting and reading through it all, and I don't know that I'd understand much, even if I did. You know how big those things are, guys. Am I hurting myself if I don't slog through the whole thing? It's like reading a dictionary, right? Well, yeah, it was written by an attorney in a locked room down in the basement. <laughs> right, right. Who hasn't of, seen the light for weeks? You know, he won't see it for another five years, probably. Yeah, yeah. They didn't go to school for uh, you know dramatic, effective writing. That's for sure. But I tell you what, Donna, you have a very common question. It's an important question because you do want to understand what you're investing in. You do want to understand the fees, the expenses, the risk. All of those things are outlined in the prospectus. Now, I will say, if you feel that the prospectus is too long and too large, they do have something called a summary prospectus, which is a kind of an overall summary that wraps it up a little bit neater than reading the whole prospectus and all the legal terms. So some prospectus is normally going to be provided somewhere inside of the prospectus. You can skip to the summary prospectus. kind of gives you the overviews of the fees and expenses and the risk and what they're going to be investing in, certain rules, how much turnover. Turnover means how often they will change investments inside of the mutual fund, if it's a mutual fund you're investing in. But a prospectus is also going to be provided to you for other, other types of investments as well. Real estate funds will have that included. Business development companies, closed-in funds, all of which are required to provide you with a prospectus. So it is important to understand what you're investing in. Now, your advisor, hopefully, or whoever sold you the product you're in, would have already outlined most of those key points. But for your own protection, understanding what you're investing in, look for what's called the summary prospectus to kind of summarize it for you, and maybe it won't put you to sleep immediately. Maybe you can get through you can it. Get through it. Not only, not only understanding what you're buying uh, or what's being proposed to you, as you indicated here, uh, Donna, is important, but uh, the why. Why are you being uh, proposed such an investment, and how does it work into your overall investment policy? And your overall investment needs, and and how is it centered around a future retirement planning need that you might have? Do you find that most people have a pretty good idea of what they're getting into just from that meeting with the advisor? Because like Donna's kind of implying here, a lot of people don't read these. And I know especially with the big box companies, you just kind of know that there's two or three investments that everybody invests in. And so you dive in. Are most people well informed as to what they're getting into? Mm, I wouldn't say they're well informed. Uh, I think they may have understood maybe when it was presented to them, but it wasn't clear enough maybe to be able to recall it later. I'm not saying that advisors don't uh, do proper jobs of explaining things. I just think the material is so foreign for most people that they don't grasp it. And uh, that's why she's having a difficult time sitting down looking at that thing. So how in the world am I going to get through it? As Daniel indicated, a summary page is a good place to start, but that's also something the advisor probably should advise her on as well as, you know, here's the key points of it and um, so that they have a clear understanding when they actually do invest in it. They may soon forget that or not understand it in the future. That happens a lot. Yeah, I'd compare it to like, you know, going to a doctor and they'll give you the diagnosis and the breakdown, all the technical medical terms for what you may have. And it all sounds good. You're nodding your head. Oh, yeah, 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 that makes sense. But then a month goes by and there's no way you're going to be able to recall some of the technical terms they used, what could have caused the condition. You know, those things easily slip out of our minds because it's not something we're familiar with. So you could have had something very well 
explained to you, put into an overall plan, but it's easy to forget. That's why we do written financial plans to help people be able to recall that and stay in touch with them and remind them sometimes about why things fit into their overall plan. Well, Donna, thank you certainly for writing in. We hope that uh, that answers your question and just highlights the importance of knowing what you're getting into and how having that overall plan can help you to accomplish that goal. Uh, Know what you're getting invested in. Work with an advisor who can properly educate you on the subject matter and on your retirement. We love getting questions like these on Retirement Income Solutions. It shows us that you're not alone when it comes to figuring out how to properly plan for retirement. A lot of people are in the same boat as you, and that's why we're here, to make the process a little easier. So here's what we'd like to do. Give us a call right now, and we'll set aside time on the calendar to meet with you for a free consultation of your financial situation. We'll determine how prepared you are to handle retirement pitfalls like inflation, health emergencies, stock market volatility, and taxation. You've worked hard for your money, so we'll work just as hard to help you protect and grow it. Let's put together a fact-based approach to answer your financial challenges and achieve your objectives. Give us a call, and we'll work together to get you on the road to financial security and independence. Here's your number to call, 800-987-1443. That's 800-987-1443. Bill and Daniel will set aside time on the calendar to meet with you to provide you with a complimentary financial review of your specific situation. This is such a valuable opportunity to help you plan for your financial future. Just call 800-987-1443. That's 800-987-1443. And if you get a voicemail, don't worry. Just leave a quick message and we'll be sure to get in touch with you to secure your free review. So call right now, 800-987-1443. One more time, that's 800-987-1443. Getting the right retirement plan is important. Make sure that the person designing your plan abides by the three C's. Your plan should be comprehensive and that it leaves no stone unturned. Your plan should also be customized. Finally, an advisor should put a plan together for you that is complimentary. So remember the three C's, comprehensive, customized, and complimentary. If you're struggling to find that kind of plan, call Bill Danner and Daniel Neesmith with the Security First Asset Management Team here in Middle Georgia. Dial 800-987-1443. That's 800-987-1443. In all honesty, planning for retirement shouldn't be that hard. We listen to each other, we make a plan, and you thrive. This is Retirement Income Solutions. Listen, plan, thrive. This is Retirement Income Solutions. Listen, plan, and thrive with the team from Security First Asset Management. Bill Danner and Daniel Neesmith are here with me. We're answering your questions from the mailbag. Always love hearing from our listeners in the area. This next question comes to us from Jerry. Jerry's in Perry. Now, that is funny. You guys see the the rhyme there, of course. I I digress, but Jerry is in Perry, uh, and he says, I'm 65 and recently had a heart attack. I'm out of work for another week, but then should be back to a normal schedule. We're certainly glad to hear that. My wife seems concerned about my future health, but I still have no plans to retire anytime soon. Can you tell her that I'll be fine and it's normal for people to work past 65? Jerry, uh, I'm glad you're doing well. I've had the experiences in my family, not personally, but with heart attack, it's a very scary thing, but... In most cases, people 
they get it uh, called early enough in their life, they can can live uh, pretty happy and uh, and healthy moving forward. And I hope that's uh, your case. But uh, it seems like you want to work, and that's okay. Your question center around normal for people to work longer than 65. I think so, more so today than ever before. Uh, we find that folks who, who really like their jobs really don't have any desire to leave it. They may leave the company they're at doing the same thing they've done forever, but they may find another employer to work for that they've always longed to work for or an industry they always longed to be a part of, and they keep working. And if their health is good enough, that's that's certainly not a bad thing to do. We need to be involved in something, and uh, being paid for being involved in something certainly not a bad idea. We don't know, Jerry, anything about your retirement income planning needs, but uh, maybe uh, if you're working because you feel like you have to, then it's probably a, a good indication that you probably need to sit down and talk with someone like ourselves and figure out exactly where you are and what you need to do to, to be able to even retire sooner if that's your desire. But uh, working past 65 is certainly not anything out of the ordinary today. As a matter of fact, lots of folks work a lot longer than that. And I personally have friends uh, inside the industry that I'm in as well as outside that are still working in their mid-70s and later because they enjoy what they do, and and that gives them satisfaction. So that's what's important, what's the best thing for you and for your family, and particularly for yourself and your health. But thanks for writing in to us today. I hope this has been beneficial for you. Yes, Jerry, thanks for writing in. Bill, Daniel, what do you do in the situation where, let's say Jerry had to retire because of his health issues, or let's say in another situation that maybe you've, you know, your company's downsizing or you're getting that pension buyout, what do you do if you're forced to retire earlier than maybe you'd initially thought? Well, that's, you know, especially depending on where you are, your age and what your financial retirement savings look like, that could be detrimental to a lot of folks. And that happens. It happens more frequently than we realize. And it's discouraging, I'm sure, to somebody that's on a retirement path. And then all of a sudden, whether it be health or downsizing, they find themselves on the outside looking in, changes the complete complexity of their whole thought process about retirement. And it may require that they still have to work. So, that's why it's important, I believe, and uh, I think Daniel will agree with me, that when you get into your 50s, you really need to start thinking about what the rest of your life looks like. Uh, how long will you work if you're able? How long do you need to work? What does the planning look like for you? Where are the income sources coming from when you decide to retire? In your 50s, that could happen to you today. Downsizing, cutbacks, health issues. And that's why it's important to start sooner, not later. Have a plan in place that can help direct the rest of your life. And a lot of times when when we get to that point and we can see clearly that maybe we can retire sooner than we thought, maybe that's when we pull the trigger and retire and do something different. Whether We may not stop working, but we may stop working where we are. Yeah, it can be really detrimental and shocking to someone if they either have a health issue or if they're laid off earlier than when they're planning to retire. And for the person that has had a financial plan in place since they're in their 40s, an income plan, knowing the target they were getting to, they would probably be a lot better suited and have more peace of mind knowing, okay, well, what am I going to do? Because those types of contingencies are things we try to plan towards. If you started saving earlier, putting money away earlier, hopefully you're going to be in a little bit better shape. But uh, being laid off earlier than you expect is, is something we see sometimes, and it may mean having to work part-time job. Sometimes people have to take temporary distributions from their account to get by, and you want to do that properly. You want to make sure that you're not being overtaxed for the amount of withdrawals you're having to take. 
But thinking it through, staying calm, but having a plan in place sooner than later is the best way to work through that situation. It helps with the, um, the setback emotionally and, uh, and understanding exactly where you are. helps you direct what you should do next. So we advocate a good plan. The earlier, the better. Yeah, of course, part of planning should be, you know, if you, your income is at risk to be reduced because of a health issue, buying short-term or long-term disability if, if you're injured. There are ways to ensure against having all of your income being cut. So that's part of the planning process as well. Yeah, I guess the important thing to remember is that we have to find a way throughout our life, I mean all phases and stages of our life, to protect our income. We've got to have a way to protect the income, whether it be loss of income using disability or protecting the income once we retire or get in retirement. We have to have plans in place that – give us a very high probability to having the income we need to fit our needs and our lifestyle. All right, we have a question that's coming to us from Howard. Howard is in Warner Robins, and Howard says, some people in the media say that I should invest primarily in mutual funds, and they say I can expect annual returns north of 10%. I don't even need a return that big at my age, but I'm intrigued by the idea of it. Where do I find these funds? Well, Howard, we hear about these types of things in the media all the time, what you should expect from the market, that type of thing, 10% or more. Unfortunately, when we look at where we're at in the market and where the forecasts are, 10% is higher than the, the target we use for most clients. You have to take excessive risk for most retirees to target a 10% rate of return, meaning there's a lot of uncertainty about whether or not that can be achieved and how much you may go down if your portfolio, if we have a bad year and you're trying to target a 10% rate of return. But I wouldn't plan, I wouldn't forecast out my future with a 10% rate of return at the core of my portfolio. You know, you can buy mutual funds everywhere. They're a very common way to invest. Some of invest in stocks exclusively. Others invest in stocks and bonds. Some invest in foreign markets. There's a lot of different flavors of them. But I will tell you, the most important thing is to understand what your personal rate of return needs to be for your plan to work. If you only need to make a 5% rate of return, you can probably do it with less risk than buying mutual funds that are targeted to 10. They're not going to make adjustments inside of a mutual fund if the market starts to, to go south. They have to stay invested. You know, Inside of the prospectus, it, it talks about how the funds have to be invested. So you don't want to invest in a fund that may have too much risk for you. You said you don't need a 10% rate of return. Well, you can probably achieve your goals taking less risk. Another thing about mutual funds, there may be less expensive ways to invest. We typically try to avoid investing in mutual funds because there's cheaper, less expensive alternatives. Exchange-traded funds typically are much less expensive, and individual stocks don't have uh, the same fees that are associated with mutual funds or exchange-traded funds. So it's important to understand all these different things. We appreciate your question, and we certainly are here to give you any guidance if you'd like help putting together a plan and figuring out your personal rate of return and what it needs to be, your personal benchmark. We get questions like this all the time on Retirement Income Solutions and in our office every single day. Sometimes it's hard to know what to do without a helping hand and some outside guidance. That's why we're here as your financial coaches. So let's do this. We'd like to offer you the opportunity to come in for a complete financial review, and we'll offer this review for free if you have at least $100,000 saved for retirement. We'll cover the following. Social Security. At what age should you start taking that benefit and how does it fit into your overall income picture? 
Risk. How much risk are you taking in your portfolio? And is that amount of risk appropriate for your age? Fees. How much are you paying in fees and commissions? Is it an appropriate amount? Taxes. We'll analyze the tax implications of your savings. Health care. Do you have plans to pay for health care or long-term care need in the future? Legacy. Do you want to leave money to future generations? We'll talk about how to properly structure your plan to achieve those kinds of dreams. And lastly, income. Do you have a plan to outpace inflation and to make sure you don't run out of money in retirement? This just scratches the surface of all the things we're going to cover in your complimentary review. If you're ready to get the ball rolling, call right now. We've got a spot reserved for you. Here's your number to call, 800-987-1443. That's 800-987-1443. Bill and Daniel will set aside time on the calendar to meet with you to provide you with a complimentary financial review of your specific situation. This is such a valuable opportunity to help you plan for your financial future. Just call 800-987-1443. That's 800-987-1443. And if you get a voicemail, don't worry. Just leave a quick message and we'll be sure to get in touch with you to secure your free review. So call right now, 800-987-1443. One more time, that's 800-987-1443. Planning for retirement shouldn't be a mystery. So why is it so easy to get bogged down with financial terms and advisors who try to offer you a sales pitch? At Security First Asset Management, Bill Danner and Daniel Neesmith take pride in looking after their clients' best interests. Schedule a complimentary review of your situation by calling 800-987-1443. That's 800-987-1443. Want to do what you love in retirement? Then listen to Retirement Income Solutions. Listen, plan, thrive. This is Retirement Income Solutions with Bill Danner and Daniel Neesmith of Security First Asset Management, serving you here in Middle Georgia. We're taking your email questions from the mailbag on this hour of the show. We love hearing from you. We've got a question that comes into us from Martha. Martha's in Macon, and Martha says, My aunt died recently and left her house and some cash to me. I've never had a desire to buy rental property before, but I'm considering keeping the house as a rental property now that this opportunity has just kind of fallen in my lap. Is that wise or would I be better off to sell it and invest the proceeds? Well, thanks, Martha. Uh, thanks for taking the time to, to write us about your question and concerns. Having owned myself rental property in the past, I, I can tell you what to expect and, and then you can decide whether that's a path you want to go down. You have to remember that uh, you're now responsible and more and more than likely the maintenance and the upkeep of the home. You're also going to be responsible for screening who you who you rent to, and then monitoring that, and also collecting the rents, and making sure that the taxes and insurance is paid, and that uh, any of the repairs are done on a timely manner. So you basically just got into the uh, rental business, and you are the workhorse to make the thing work. Now, with that said, if that's something you don't mind doing. Or if you feel like you can hire that out and still make it profitable, then maybe it's not a bad idea to proceed with that. But there's nothing wrong with owning rental property. You just have to understand what the job is and be determined and decide whether or not that's exactly what you want to do. 
you may have opportunity in renting it and making a good profit off of it. By the same token, you might be able to, to flip it or sell it and, and generate uh, some good proceeds for your investment moving forward. So it comes down to a business. That's, that's what it is. You're now in a business. If that's what you want and you have no issues with it, then move forward. If not, then take the cash and uh, find a suitable investment for it. And also, it would be good to understand what this, how this piece of rental property fits into your overall retirement plan. What kind of income could you generate from it if it was going to be a part or a source of an income in your plan? Or how could you invest the money if you sold the property to enhance your retirement income down the road? So we'd be love to help you to understand why you should or you shouldn't. Hopefully it's your desire and your determination to do what you feel is in your best interest. But somehow, if you understood exactly how this property could fit in an overall investment retirement income plan, then I think you'd probably be able to make that decision even even easier. It's certainly true, and we thank you for writing in, Martha. I think I've heard Bill and Daniel as well. It's kind of like uh, one of Newton's laws of motion. You'll wonder where I'm going with the physics lesson here, but what is it they say? Objects in motion stay in motion. Objects at rest stay at rest unless entered upon about an outside object. And I think that what I'm getting at with that is that I've heard that if you're retired and you've been in the rental property game and it's something you've been doing and you're used to it, keep doing it. Having said that, if you're retired or about to retire and you're taking it on as a new project, you kind of need to think twice before jumping into this completely new business, really. That's what it is. It's a new business. And you need to think before jumping into it. If you're not cut out to screening people and haggling and bothering people because they don't pay their rent on time bother them i guess is not the word i want to say but having to follow up with them constantly if they're not diligent in paying their rents if you can find the ideal renter the one that doesn't mind cleaning up and, and taking care of small repairs and his rent check is there the first of the month every month and you don't hear from him and is everything's on cruise control well you know that's not a bad deal but uh, that's typically not the case uh, you're going to have issues uh, some of those issues take place on the weekend Oh, I walked in the bathroom and it's flooded. The toilet's running over. Well, you know, somebody's going to have to get up and get done and take care of that. So if you don't want to do that, then you shouldn't be in the rental business. Floyd writes into us now from Forsyth. Floyd says, I've heard a guy advertising that he specializes in retirement planning for people who have at least a million dollars saved. I fall into that category, but I'm not sure if he actually has a specialty or if he just wants people with more money. Is there a specialty like that that really exists? Well, Floyd, you know, this is a common question. We all see advertisements for people. If you have $500,000, give us a call, that kind of thing. You know, people in general, these types of advisors, they are trying to attract larger accounts. They may not necessarily have any expertise in high net worth financial planning. If they don't do... trust or estate planning, if they don't help people or put you in contact and sit there with you when you're formulating an overall comprehensive financial plan that deals with trust and estate planning, they probably are just trying to attract more assets. The asset allocation and how much income you're going to take from your portfolio, none of that would really change at that income level. But we don't have minimums like that for our clients simply because we want to be able to help everyone and we want to make sure that we can create a financial plan that's going to fit your particular needs but my guess would be that they're just trying to attract larger assets but i'm sure that it's possible they have some kind of specialty in in that type of financial plan at least have staff members that may be part of their planning team that would do the state planning and the tax planning and things of that nature that could be we don't know that but 
a lot of times they they're just trying to attract a, a higher net worth client. Yeah, I mean, certain things could change if if we get into the millions of dollars in portfolio planning. You know, trust, estate planning, tax situation may be different. But unless they're advertising that, they probably are just trying to have a certain amount of portfolio level that you may have in your portfolio before they'll take you on as a client. This question comes to us from Jennifer in Dublin. Jennifer says, if interest rates finally start going back up, should I change how I'm saving? I don't have very much in the bank right now because rates are so low. Well, Jennifer, I understand that. In the last few years, a lot of people have abandoned uh, the safety of of, of banks for the low interest rates they were paying and jumped uh, head over heels into the market and I've had some great growth, but also have a risk that maybe they don't really want to be taking. So I understand where you're coming from. If you would like to maybe reduce some of the risk you have by some of the other investments, which we don't know what they're in. You didn't indicate what you were investing in. When we talk about interest rates at the bank, the purpose for our money at the bank is for safety primarily. And we give up a lot of return by doing that. But we we, we do uh, encourage folks to have some of their money in a more liquid state and in more less risk type of environment such as banks provide. And certainly as interest rates continue to go up, that uh, helps us put aside some of our monies in a, in a place where we can't have volatility and have market risk. We might have some inflation risk, but that's not the purpose of why we would place it there. Well, you need to build a foundation with some of your monies by doing so. Uh, we understand the risk that we're taking, uh, which is basically inflation risk when we go to the banks. But uh, you need to balance your investments between risk and, 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 and protection. And we'd have to address how old you are and how this fits into your overall plan to be able to tell you exactly how you should go about doing it. But uh, there's no reason not to have money over there, especially if you have a, a lot of risk in your portfolio and you protect some of it. So we're advocates of having less risk the older we get. So depending on where you are in your planning process and how this money fits into your overall retirement income plan, would have to be determined to be able to give you the right kind of advice on where and how much you should have in banks. We love getting questions like these on Retirement Income Solutions. It shows us that you're not alone when it comes to trying to figure out how to properly plan for retirement. A lot of people are in the same boat, and that's why we're here, to make that process a little easier for you and for everyone listening to us today. So here's what we like to do. Here's your opportunity to secure a free financial review to make sure you're well prepared for retirement. If you call us, we'll set aside time on our calendar to meet with you. We'll talk about what's important to you and how we can best structure a plan to achieve your retirement goals. Our financial plans abide by the three C's. They are comprehensive. We make sure no stone is left unturned as we analyze your situation. They are customized. No two people or couples are alike. Your plan should be unique to you, and they are complimentary. We don't charge you for your consultation. We want you to be comfortable with the process and not worried about your plan costing you an arm and a leg. So remember, comprehensive, customized, complimentary. Get your three C's planned by calling us today. Here's your number to call, 800-987-1443. That's 800-987-1443. Bill and Daniel will set aside time on the calendar to meet with you to provide you with a complimentary financial review of your specific situation. This is such a valuable opportunity to help you plan for your financial future. Just call 800-987-1443. That's 800-987-1443. And if you get a voicemail, don't worry. Just leave a quick message and we'll be sure to get in touch with you to secure your free review. So call right now, 800-987-1443. One more time, that's 800-987-1443.
What should be the number one concern if you're approaching retirement? Income planning. It means making sure that your money can support you and your family for the rest of your lives. Sitting down with a retirement planning specialist can make all the difference. Here in Middle Georgia, meet with the Security First Asset Management Team by calling 800-987-1443. That's 800-987-1443. Bill Danner isn't just one of your great hosts here on Retirement Income Solutions. He's also the President and CEO of Security First Asset Management. As an independent investment advisor representative, he has numerous years of experience helping people just like you in middle Georgia create sound, conservative retirement plans. His main mission is to keep his clients thriving through their retirement years. To sit down with Bill and his team and talk about how they might be able to help you, call 800-987-1443. That's 800-987-1443. Many retirees from some of the area's biggest companies turn to Bill to help guide them through retirement. And he can help guide you too. Just call 800-987-1443. That's 800-987-1443. Time for a Middle Georgia fun fact. Did you know it's illegal to keep a donkey in a bathtub in Georgia? <laughs> yep, this one's completely random. So let's get back to the show. Well, this question comes to us from Mike in Macon. Mike says, my father died in his late 60s and my mother died in her early 70s. So I'm not planning to have much longevity myself. Does that mean that I should start Social Security as early as I can? Well, Mike, thanks for giving us a shout out today with an email question. As you are aware, Mike, we, we like to answer questions from our listeners throughout the middle Georgia area. I guess it's hard to really kind of determine what how to answer your question. Uh, I know you have concerns that probably you won't live long, but uh, we believe that taking your Social Security benefits should be part of an overall retirement income plan. So we don't know really much more about you, but I, what I would recommend that we do have a chat about is uh, how you see Social Security as the income in your overall income plan. And that would dictate when you triggered or not. And we don't want you to bet against longevity, even though you don't have a history of longevity in your family it also has a lot to do with your lifestyle and and how well you're taking care of yourself physically but uh, we appreciate the call to be able to really help you solidify a good answer in that we'd have to have a little more detail but it doesn't necessarily mean you should trigger social security just because your parents didn't have a long long life what do you think about that daniel you know i think that makes a lot of sense certainly don't just take it uh, as a fact that you're not going to live a long life just because uh, some things have happened in your family. Your personal health history, your diet, exercise habits, all those things should be factored in, especially what Bill mentioned about your income plan, making sure it's part of a comprehensive overall plan. This question comes to us from Harry and Warner Robbins. Harry says, my daughter just turned 18 and I'd like to help her get off on the right foot with retirement savings. What's the best way to get her started? And congratulations, Harry, while we're at it. Yeah, Harry, congratulations uh, on your daughter. You know, you're wanting to make sure that she's uh, getting off to the right start. She's probably getting ready to graduate high school, get ready for college. But my guess would be if you're proactive and planning for the future, she will be too, especially if you set that example for her, which you probably have. But I would certainly start about talking about a budget. 
you know this will help you too when she's in college you know <laughs> <laughs> for sure <laughs> make sure you have a, a budget and help her understand what budgeting is most people until their second or third year in college don't get any financial literacy they don't know what the difference between debit and credit is you know having her understand how budgets work and living within her own means or at least the boundaries that you allow for her to have as far as her income goes. But I would also encourage her not to take on a lot of student loan debt, even if that means her working part-time throughout college. And that's not popular anymore, but people are saddled with debt when they graduate with college, and it's, it's a national epidemic. And so encouraging her to take out as few student loans as possible would be a good advice. And possibly starting an investment account with her or for her and helping her see how that works and seeing how money grows, understanding the concept of compounding interest. I know that made a big impact on me when I was growing up. My my grandparents, they would always preach to me about how important it was to save money. You know, they would... They'd buy CDs. <laughs> but I remember over time them showing me like how the money grows, and it, it was fascinating to me. But educating your daughter in those ways are probably some of the best ways to help her get started. Do you have a question like what we've covered on the show today? Don't be afraid to ask us about what's on your mind. There are no dumb questions when it comes to the financial game. After all, you have to learn a little in order to achieve that successful retirement we're all after. If you want to ask a question about your particular situation, here's what we'll do. We're offering a complimentary financial review to you. When you come in, we'll talk about your retirement income needs, where that income is going to come from, and how you'll outpace inflation, pay as little as possible in taxes, and make sure that you don't outlive your money. We'll make it all easy to understand. Take the first step right now because for almost everybody, that's the hardest part. If you're ready to get your financial plan in place, give us a call right now. All right, this is your number to call to take advantage of that complimentary review. 800-987-1443. That's 800-987-1443. If you're a retiree or a pre-retiree, this is your chance to make sure you can get to and through retirement with peace of mind. It all starts with a plan and Bill and Daniel can help you put together the plan that's best for your specific situation. Just call 800-987-1443. Call that number right now and we'll secure a time to meet with you to deliver a customized financial and retirement plan. Again, just dial 800-987-1443. That's 800-987-1443. Well, as always, we've really enjoyed answering your questions today on Retirement Income Solutions. Just a reminder that Bill Danner and Daniel Neesmith are your financial coaches in Middle Georgia at Security First Asset Management. Remember, if you have questions about retirement, we're happy to answer them, and we're standing by after the show throughout the week. Just give us a call at 800-987-1443. That's 800-987-1443. And we're always online at completetheplan.com. That's completetheplan.com. Well, thanks for listening to another edition of Retirement Income Solutions. Tune in again next week for another great show. Securities and advisory services offered through Madison Avenue Securities are registered broker-dealer and investment advisor, member FINRA and SIPC. Security First and Madison Avenue Securities are not affiliated entities.